I wish there was someone to hold my hand and guide me when I was facing the most difficult time of my life. Well, tune into this podcast, this episode to see how you can help yourself in those situations. Hey there, I'm Vishani Nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast. I realized life's too short to postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's. So after failing thousand times, I'm finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what I do the best, entertain and educate through podcasting, digital content creation and thought leadership. On this podcast, I uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life build conviction to follow them and how to build systems to sustain them and if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same then i'm up for a chat on my instagram handle which is at my first step ever underscore in but for now if you want to achieve your goals and build never failing systems then what are you waiting for let's get started friends welcome on my first step ever every time we speak of a topic we address an an issue which is so close to all of us because all of us deal with that the youth and the students across the globe who are listening to us i wouldn't say that these problems are just restricted to us but i think it is at this age that if we get the right guidance that we can make our life so much more better for the rest of the time that we have so please join me in welcoming and inviting someone so special who has agreed to be here and share very 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 special story that is very close to our heart because it is her story but before we go into it i would really like to tell you that it's not easy to talk about any kind of traumas mental pressure and depression and anything that has hurt us but over here we try to make things a little simple so look it from the lens that step by step you can do things that you have never thought of and today just sit back and listen to this amazing guest speaker jonathan smith all the way from australia hi jonathan it's a pleasure to have you on my first step ever thank you for inviting me it's it's completely my pleasure and i am very excited to get into this episode i specifically wanted to you know invite someone who has an immense knowledge in this field and who can help our listeners you know understand that these emotions that they're going through at this age they can overcome and i think you're the you are one of the best person that i can have over here so now let me introduce my guest speaker to my listeners today Jonathan had a very very challenging childhood and that we're going to discuss very soon but she overcame all the challenges now what are they we will be getting into that and today after overcoming the trauma depression and everything that she had gone through even addiction at some point of time she now stands tall and she is a leading international hypnotherapist she's a transformation coach and she helps a lot many of us 
to be the person that we are because that's how she found herself. So, Jonita, welcome again. My first question, and I think this is one of the most interesting but yet very challenging part for me to discuss with you is your childhood. And if you're able to take us through your childhood and what challenges did you face? Yes, there were, there were a lot of challenges in my childhood. The reason for that was it started from the time of my birth because by the time I was born, my mother was so traumatised by her life that she actually was having a mental breakdown when she was giving birth to me. She, she was in this position from her, her past trauma and her past experiences. So in our family, trauma going from generation to generation she grew up having having a childhood where she was taken away from her family, split up from her sisters. And it was in New Zealand, the 1940s and 1950s social welfare system that let her down. And she was mentally, physically and sexually abused. And she's such, she was such a highly intelligent, sensitive woman, a woman, a, a very, very, very intelligent, um, an empath, I think. And she just couldn't cope with her life. And before I came along, she actually had shock treatment, which really, really destroyed her. That was very common, I think, in the 1950s and the 1960s to be cured and treated with uh, shock treatment. So she wasn't in a, a very good um, place when I was born. And being a single mum in the maternity home in 1974, you know, looked down upon, judged, put in the downstairs ward as a single mother, you know, wasn't treated very nicely by the staff. And the first two years of my life, I was very, very ill. And I was very neglected because my mother was so caught up in what was going on with her. She didn't notice how sick I was. It was a very defining moment, I think, just those first two years of my life. Growing up in poverty, we're in welfare housing, not enough food, secondhand clothes. My brother was looking after me. He was seven years old. And I was very, very sick, uh, so sick, and my mother didn't notice that I actually lost all my hearing in one ear and partial hearing in the other ear. What happened was, like, she told me many years later that I used to cry all the time when I was a baby. And the doctor said to her, just put her in the other room and let her cry. She'll cry it out. And knowing now what I know working with people for trauma and doing the work I do, I was crying because I needed help because I was in pain. If you've ever had an um, air infection, you would know what that's like. So it's very, very painful. And my hearing loss came about from severe, constant, prolonged air infections in both ears. So my middle ears are very, very damaged. And so I was crying for help and I didn't get that help. So the little baby me realised at a very early age that, okay, if I cry and I need help, no one comes, maybe I'm just not lovable, I have to be there for myself. Maybe no one cares about me, I need to be there for myself. So that was um, that was a very, even though I don't remember, that would be a very defining moment of my childhood, and I really understand that now. And then when I was two years old, I was taken away from my mother, split up from my brother, and I went to live with my um, paternal grandmother, who meant well, um, but it was a very, very, very negative environment. So I grew up always being, you know, constantly put down and and criticised and told I was wrong. And so that sort of, that sort of, uh, you know, that talk that you receive when you're growing up, yeah. So that that really sort of makes you define yourself on on how you see yourself on a very deep unconscious level. I am really sorry to hear with what you had to go through. Firstly, Jonathan, um, it. I really can't imagine, you know, someone going through this and 
being what you are today definitely will discuss that but i just am just processing what you just shared with us um, it i think few things you said while you were t- telling us your stories that you felt that no one is going to come to help you no one cares for you and that you're not lovable and from what i understand and from what a lot of people that i have spoken to at this age and they if they have gone through something in the childhood or while growing up days these are exactly the emotions that they feel that no one's going to come to help them no one cares for them no one loves them and these are like very hard and very deep rooted emotions that someone forms and it kind of defines their mindset for the entire lifetime i would say so thank you first of all for sharing that phase of your life and i think from here how did you change that mindset of yours would definitely help our listeners who are going through this time and again to you know maybe see a light at the end of the tunnel in their life and if they can take one step ahead today from how you took your step that time so as you mentioned you you know feeling like that and carrying it for the rest of your life there's a reason for that So uh working uh, with the unconscious mind you know I'm obviously sort of like this is my speciality area <laughs> so so what happens is you know the first 7 years of our life um we're basically um, our mind is wide open and we're just downloading the environment around us so in fact you may have heard of a saying by Bruce Lipton uh he's quite a famous biologist uh Bruce Lipton who talks about this a lot and he his he's got the saying um give me the um uh the boy until the age of 7 and I'll show you the man so so those first 7 years we we are literally just downloading the environment around us how our father talks to us how our mother treats our father the school we go to the way the teachers treat us the tv we watched everything around us is just downloading so you can imagine if it's very very negative around us that's going to cause a lot of negative downloading and if it's if it's scary like there's there's a lot of fear that that can um cause a lot of anxiety so i a lot of people i work with we're getting to the root cause of the anxiety so that's the programming that we're creating and once it's locked into the um, unconscious mind it becomes very hardwired and then it becomes our personality and it's very 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 hard to shift that and so people just do that they become the habit of being themselves and it's very very hard to change i help people change that so so i just thought i'd add that in um so yes look it's very interesting because i've thought about this a lot and i even though i was in this very very dysfunctional negative environment growing up and and there's a lot more to the story than what i've just shared but very everyone in my family was so dysfunctional and so negative it was crazy for some reason i seem to have been born this positivity and i was philosophizing at a very very young age and i just i remember thinking when i was a little child the world's my oyster i can be and do whatever i want and so i always had this excitement anyway but it was kind of pushed down because of my environment i i became very anxious so i had a lot of social anxiety and other anxiety and i had a lot of i had a great lack of confidence and a lot of self doubt and a lot of uncertainty so i have spent a lot of my life um, on on trying to look, help myself not only help 
by helping myself, I'm not only helping myself, I'm healing past generations and future generations. I have two daughters, teenagers now. And so for some reason, I just, that was just part of the way I was born. And so that kind of just sent me on, because of that, I think it was like, okay, well, I don't like feeling like this. What can I do to fix this so I don't feel like this anymore? And so I think that's, it kind of sort of propelled me forward. And so I've done a lot of work on myself, including hypnotherapy, a lot of healing work on myself and a lot of work to change what was deeply embedded and deeply programmed. Right. So you said that you had some sort of feeling within that, you know, you were born with that positivity, as you mentioned, you felt that way. For example, if some someone is in that situation and they really not getting any sort of motivation or they don't have any sort of guidance to, you know, even take that small step to change the mindset or even think of outside that personality that they have now become. What would you suggest to those people, you know, that how can they at least accept or take the step yes. to the to, to the path that they would like to? Yes, great question. It's great when people when young people are I mean, people have to want it for themselves. And I suppose anyone watching this, um, a young person watching this would definitely be in that category. They're not going to be watching this unless they want it for themselves. It's just like people that come and see me, I get a high success rate because people are not going to put the time and, and money into something if they don't want the change in their life. So, so the people watching this want the change. So the good news is, is that when you're young, your unconscious mind is still very mullable. So it's um, I, when I work with teenagers, they get very quick changes. When you get older, after the age of thirty-five, especially, it's very, very, very hardwired. You've, you know, you've you've been doing the same thing over and over and over again for thirty-five years. So it's very hardwired. But it's it's a lot easier when you're much younger, like in your teens and your twenties. This is, I think, awareness is the number one step. Like just having that awareness. Um, mindfulness, probably a lot of the audience are already into mindfulness, like just practicing being present and being aware and being in the moment uh, because way too many people spend too much time worrying, thinking about the future, overthinking, which makes you more anxious and also um, makes you catastrophize. So people watching this, the audience are probably already, you know, taking steps to be mindful and practicing mindfulness. So with this mindfulness, just being aware. So if there's past trauma and you're being emotionally charged, maybe you're feeling very depressed or maybe you're, you're getting agitated and angry or maybe you're feeling very anxious, when you're feeling those negative emotions, just stepping back from that and observing it, observing it as, a, as an observer, you're, you know, away from it. And so this way you can, and, it, and, it, and it's practice, because so up until now, you have practiced feeling a certain way and reacting a certain way. So it's not going to just be overnight because you have to step back and make a new choice in how you're feeling quite a number of times, as many times to create a new habit. So it, it'll take time. But if you're mindful, I think if you've got that awareness to start with, that's a very good step. Like every time you catch yourself, you go, I'm doing it again. I, that happened and it made me feel anxious. That's, that's a great step, catching yourself and having that awareness and then, and then just going, okay, all right, I'm, very, I'm a powerful being. I can, what, how do I want to respond to that instead? 
and so it's a process but you know you, you will get there if you if you keep being mindful and you keep practicing the, the new response you can change especially you know when you're young you can really change those habits of how you respond great i think those were some really practical and st- steps that someone can take but of course as you mentioned it takes a lot of will and a lot of repetition so from what i understand the number one thing is to accept and be aware catch yourself as you said that you know i'm again getting into the habit of maybe you know watching things over and over again that doesn't make me feel good or being amongst the company of people who don't make me feel good so i think catching yourself that's an amazing step that you've mentioned and after that you said repetition keep that consistency going on like if you fail at once then start doing it again if you fail second time get up and do it again so that's amazing so jonita thank you for taking us through those steps probably which helped to you come out of your uh, troubled past and i'm quite excited to know from this journey how did you start your own venture or that you are doing so well and you have also written a very amazing book which is called is it a habit or an addiction so if you can take us through your entrepreneurial journey yeah so it was about uh, five or six years ago now i just actually had a friend who was embarking on a career as a hypnotherapist and I don't know if for some reason uh, when I saw what she was doing I was like wow this is my calling I want to do this it just like just hit me very fast I was at a crossroads and I had been in business before so I'm quite business minded and so I just jumped in and got qualified very quickly and all the doors opened and everything grew very fast so I got my clinic open and I started to build a customer base very very fast So I'm a specialist with uh, trauma and addiction. So I started off with my niche of quit smoking. So that was that's really was the foundation of my business working with a lot of smokers and because the treatment was so effective and there's really not really quit smoking hypnosis is really the only effective way to quit smoking believe it or not. I grew very 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 fast. <laughs> then people started to come to me for other things. So then people coming to me for you know other addictions gambling drugs alcohol food addictions and then people coming to me for anxiety and can you help me with this and can you help me with that it just that niche sort of developed from there a lot of you know breaking and you know with the have uh, the addictions as well the unwanted habits and addictions sometimes it's just an unwanted habit sometimes we have to work on the deep root cause it's the symptom of something deeper going on and so we work with the deeper root cause which is past trauma so it just developed from there and and grew very very fast and from there that's where my book developed because i just found i was repeating myself over and over and over and over again and the solution i had was so good and so i just wanted to get it out there then from there um i started teaching as well so i'm i'm a trainer at the academy of therapeutic hypnosis and my, the principal of the academy is my incredible mentor leonie o'connell So now I just also teach and mentor people to do what I'm doing. So it just kind of all it it sort of fell it just sort of fell into place and grew very very quickly and it was in a way it was very very effortless to be honest. I didn't have I don't think I've really had a lot of challenges. Probably the biggest challenge is sometimes growing too quickly where you sort of get a bit swamped. 
Yes, I think that's one experience that not many of us have faced so far. But I would really like that all our listeners who are glued to us today would definitely face this that they are growing at a very fast rate. But then, of course, uh, thank you so much, Jonathan, for you know taking us through a very vulnerable time in your life. But I think what you're doing now is immensely valuable to a lot of people, and you're changing a lot of people's life. today and i am extremely happy that you could make some time for my first step ever and talk to our audiences who are really looking forward to you know taking that step in their life but definitely everything that you mentioned today is a mental block for them you're very welcome it was a pleasure thank you. and before my guest speakers take a leave i always request them if they can leave our listeners with recommend a book that you think they must read in a lifetime it could be yours any other book if you would like to and a favorite quote when i thought um considering what we were speaking about um one of my favorite books which would be very helpful for the audience today is breaking the habit of being yourself by dr joe dispenza because it's talking exactly about what we're talking about and so just from our past experiences and our past memories we have created this programming and this habit of being ourselves that the habit of ourselves comes from everything in the past and it's and as i said it becomes very hard wired so he's in his book he's talking about breaking those habits and changing those habits as well so it really fits in very well with what we're speaking about and also a quote that i've got here from dr joe dispenza knowledge is power but that knowledge about yourself is empowerment empowerment so i think that's also very fitting with what we're speaking about today because i didn't realize for a very 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 long time that i had these anxiety and confidence issues I you know it once I had that awareness then I was able to do something about it and change it absolutely true and I really like that knowledge is power but self awareness is self knowledge is empowerment amazing that all makes so much sense and I really hope that our listeners have got some sort of guidance which i'm very sure and if you really really are struggling with something please speak out meet someone meet a therapist this every there are people everywhere who are willing to help you and jonita is exactly the same and if you would like to know a little more about her i will leave a link on my instagram account you can definitely follow her work it is so helpful really so thank you jonita on being on my first step ever thank you so much for having me hi my friends if you have reached thus far today firstly thank you so much It really means that you have learned something out of today's episode and you have enjoyed. So why don't you share it with me and let me know that what is that you have learned and what would you like to listen more in the upcoming episodes? I love to build the relationship with my viewers and audiences and know what really is that helping them. So you can follow me on my Instagram handle which is at my first step ever underscore in. and subscribe to my youtube channel for weekly video updates and yes if you like what i do over here follow my first step ever on google apple or spotify and please drop your rating to my show and comment well this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as i help you in your journey in taking the first step ever until next time start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself